and we're going to Stacey Morrison to welcome her to the show. Hello, Stacey. Kia ora, Simon. Nice kia ora. to meet you. Thank you very yeah, much for yeah. coming on the show kia with ora, us. Kia ora, Stacey. Kia ora, Nice to chat to both of you. Well, we're, we're really glad to talk to you, Stace, because Phil and I mentioned at the start of this hour that for some people it's embarrassing having a crack at Māori language because they're not familiar with it, they don't know how to say it correctly. From your point of view, and we know how familiar you are with te and you talk about it with your children, you teach them it at home along with your husband, Scotty, is it is it embarrassing for you seeing Pākehās murder the language? No, no. I mean, the most important thing is an intention. And um, in terms of my whānau, I mean, I'm Pākehā as well. And I have had that complete journey of growing up where it was definitely more accessible acceptable to mispronounce Māori words. So I went to Aranui High School in Christchurch and when you said Aranui, people say, oh, you mean Aranui. So I guess if you look at the context of where we've been and how far we've come, the fact that you feel nervous or any concern that people might think that you're not giving it a, a good effort it shows that you do care. It's all about your intent and the fact that you're trying, I think, is really respected. And that's what the Wiki or Bereo Māori, the Māori Language Week, can do is to go, actually, if where are we at now? We've had this big journey, as they say, from petitions to parades in terms of Bereo Māori. And really, now, what side of history do you want to be on and what can you do now that we couldn't in the past because it's good for all of us to be lifelong learners and to be a bit brave and I'm sure you've all seen in your kids they've had a completely different experience and so this is our chance to just give it a shot and just to be mindful that your brain is an adult brain it's not a little young person's brain that can pick things up easily so you're going to have to give it a shot but honestly if if someone's getting something 50% right but they're trying I really think most of us just mihi and give thanks to the fact that they're trying. Is it ever seen as tokenism when Pākehā say kia ora or kakitiano or you know haere mai? Oh no especially not those terms I mean I, I quite like a guy that I used to work with always said, oh, where? Which is his way of saying, oh, my gosh. And I thought that was cute because that's part of his vernacular. So there are some words that are in general usage, right? So we, we know what chowder means. We know that means hello, but also thank you. We know that tenakwe is hello to one person, but it can also be thank you. So if you do something, you say something nice, to me and I say, oh, tenakwe, that's it's a really nice thing to say. So when it's those kind of generally used terms, mana, whānau, aroha, kakaha, when something happens, I think that we all know that those are words for all of us. So the opportunity now is to uh, make a bigger group of vocabulary that we're all comfortable to use. Mm. Fantastic. Stacey, one of the things that I love at the moment is watching my eight-year-old and just turned six-year-old <laughs> grandkids learning Māori language at a very, very early age. How old were you when you started learning the language? Because now, obviously, you speak it so fluently. I would have been at least 18 or 19 because I learnt Japanese first. I went to uh, Japan on exchange, and that's when I learnt Japanese. And I could say, So, you know, like, picking up Japanese made me understand what language is and how it gives insight into culture. And I also thought, I can speak someone else's language okay and I can't speak my own. And it had been a really big sort of knot of 
um, I guess, of hurt for me that I just didn't know how to feel good about that. And, you know, Simon, when we were on TV, I remember Peter Hayden, that when I was 18 years old, he was the one who said to me, you know, if we're going to go to all these places around New Zealand for what now, then it'd be really good if you yeah. said them correctly. Yeah. And I felt really embarrassed that it took a Pākehā man to tell me that, but I was appreciative. Yeah. Yeah, gosh, so I remember. that journey for me is a journey of a lot of people who are around about my age, you know, um, mid 40s. So I just want to acknowledge Kakaha Papo, all of us, if we're giving it a shot, um, it's just, it's fascinating. This is part of the story of our country and for a lot of us, a story of reclaiming the fact that, yes, we did do a disservice to Māori for a long time. We banned it in schools. We beat children for speaking it. And so this is our chance to be kind of on a side of history where we can feel really good about it. We've got about 20 seconds left, Stacey. Are there any downsides that you see of making te reo compulsory in schools down the track? It's just that we need the capacity to do it. So we can talk the good talk, and now we need the strategy and the investment. Stacey, lovely, lovely, lovely to talk with you. Thank you so much, Stacey. Thank you, guys. And I just hope we all get into the spirit of it and give it a go. Kia kaha tato. Ka kiti.